Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Patriot Speed is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. All righty, everybody. Welcome in to another live edition of the Patriot Speed podcast here on the CLNS Media Network. I am Mike Cadlick. I am joined by 98.5 The Sports Hub, Alex Barth. And it is finally, 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 finally NFL Draft Week. Draft is coming up Thursday. Um, Alex, I know we don't usually start with, you know, how you doings and how's everything going, but I'm going to this time because it's draft week. So how is your draft week going? Are you ready or yeah, how are you feeling this? And we're only on here on Tuesday, but how do you, I'm ready you to go. I, I finished my, uh, last written thing earlier Let's today, go. my last big written piece. So as, uh, as Mac Jones would say, the hay is in the barn. Hay is in the uh, barn. I am, I think as prepped for this draft as I'm going to get. And okay. now we, it's time to make some picks. That's pretty much where I'm at. Let's go. Let's roll then. Um, I will start and say that this show is sponsored by FanDuel. Please go to FanDuel.com slash Boston to get $200 in bonus bets on us here at CLNS Media Network. Celtics play tonight. Bruins play tomorrow. We're fully in on the action. I just parlayed them both together uh, to win the whole thing. So I'm fired up for the rest of these playoffs. I had Bruins preseason, but I had to put them together on FanDuel. Um, The other thing I'll mention is I want to – have updates at 745 to see who the first team to score 10 points is in the Celtics right. game because, A, I bet it, but, B, my friend bet it. He called me today in a panic because he accidentally put too much money on it. He wanted to see if he can cancel a bet, but he couldn't. So we got to find out if the Celtics are the first team to get to 10 points. Well, sometimes you can, like, sell it back. That's right? what I said. He called me in a freakout. He was like, what do I do? I was like, just hedge out with the heat if, with the Hawks if you don't want to, but he didn't want to do it. I told him to ride it, so... Uh, that's what he's going to do. So Celtics tend to first to 10 points, go to FanDuel.com slash Boston. You can place the same exact bet and get $200 in bonus bets when you place your first $5 wager. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash Boston. So we are here. We are live to do it one more time, Alex. Mock draft. Yep. It's the eighth one we've done on the show. Uh, it's the final one. No stipulations this time. Uh, just going right into it as a, uh, I guess, a mock draft that, uh, we're going to try and be the Patriots as much as we can. So you can follow yep. along. Um, we will send a, the Google Drive link in the chat, and we'll also post it on Twitter right now. Um, so you can follow along pick by pick as well as watching on here. I um, thought I was going to. My chat's not uh, It's all not good. Working I can here. also – I can try and grab it. I mean, i got to look over here at my phone for the chat instead of – Let me uh, – Back and I forth. and grab it. All right. Anyway, uh, so yeah. We are uh, – I think we're pretty much ready to roll. We're going to get right into it. The only thing I wanted to ask was uh, how you doing, but uh, we're not going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. I tried to get that going, but we're not going to do it. Um, we did that two months ago when he actually got <laughs> traded to the Jets. I, I yeah, that's could fair. not be less interested. All right. Well, tonight's mock draft is now in the chat. Uh, you can follow along with us. And uh, besides that, I think we're all queued up and ready to go. All right. Let's do it. Let's roll. All right. Um so, so interesting, actually, one aspect that I will add on top of it with yeah. the Aaron Rodgers news that has to, you know, do with the Patriots a little bit is that uh, the Packers and the Jets swapped picks 13 and 15. So the Packers jumped the Patriots uh, in the Aaron Rodgers trade process. So a report and came the out rumor yesterday. is they want JSN with that pick. Yeah. That's the rumor. Right. So. They want Jackson Smith and Jigba. I personally have a hard time thinking and I tweeted this this afternoon. I don't know how you feel about this. With the way trades happen, especially with this draft, there's, there's already a ton of smoke less than 48 hours out with you know the Will Levis stuff, um, yeah. potentially him being number one. 
I think trades are going to go like crazy, especially in this draft. I kind of have a hard time thinking JSN falls out of the top 10. He is the best playmaker in the, or he's the top wide receiver in the draft and guys yeah. want to go get their guy or teams want to go get their guy. So I have a hard time thinking he falls out of the top 10. So even with them trading up to 13, I think they'll have to make another jump if they want to get him. All right, let's, uh, let's go here. Cool. See, actually, we'll see what the top 10 is. So the top, one more. So the top 10 is Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Will Anderson, CJ Stroud, Christian Gonzalez, Peter Skaronsky, Will Levis, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Tyree Wilson, Jalen Carter. I think that's about right. Uh, Yeah. Where's Levis? Seven to the, yeah, that makes sense. There's JSN in the top 10, like I just mentioned. So Paris Johnson fell out because Skaronsky went above him. Uh, I think that's about right. Let's see. I mean, do we want to trade up for Paris? See, the thing is, well, so we can't trade up here because the Titans are, if they're taking a lineman, they're taking Paris Johnson. They're not going to trade with the Patriots who are coming up to get a tackle. So, ooh, wow. That means they, in this world, they traded Derrick Henry. Or I forgot to change the sliders back from the nonsense draft last week. (laughs) Wow. Interesting. Um, See, it, it, we've talked about this before. I these three picks are going to be very hard to trade for. Yeah, if you're the Patriots, right? Um, yeah. So we're just going to let um, this run here. Well, even you don't think there's a chance that they could trade up with Houston, just with the relationship with Casario. You don't think they would do it? Houston you think can't be trading it? back. Their fan base is so livid; they can't be. Yeah, trading that's back. fair. Yeah, that's fair. All right, I guess we'll roll. See where they're going to pick Paris Johnson right here. There's no doubt about it. Let's see. Wow. All wow. right. Nolan's with Lucas Van Ness. So the the uh, draft rooms across the league is are apparently this a respect filled the board with situation. I don't think so. Okay. I I I I I really don't think so. Um, I think that maybe teams just don't want tackles this year. Maybe okay. you know they say, hey, we don't. You know, it. it look, I I've, I've heard the rumor that like Arizona's just going to take him. And so, all right. Respect the board as if we want it to be or not. Like, we determine that. The rumor right now is Arizona's going to take him at three. They can't trade the pick. They love the player. They're just going to say, you know what? Maybe it's a little high. Whatever. We're taking him at three. I don't totally buy that. That reminds me of, like, when the Niners were going to take Mac Jones second because they just had to. Right. Um, I don't think Paris Johnson will be on the board for the Patriots, but – it's not the most unrealistic thing. So I'll leave it up to you, Mike. You're the host of the show. We is, is how do we, we, if here's really why I do respect the board. Here's like the background of it. I want to get picks that are correct. I want to hit on some picks. Like we had Marcus Jones at 85 last year. That was awesome. Uh, We had Cole strange last year, not it in the first round, but we had him like, that was cool. Right. Right. I don't want to draft guys that they're not going to be able to take. Fair, fair. Okay. So that's what it comes down to. Do we think if we take Paris Johnson, there's a chance that we're correct? In- there is absolutely, yeah. There, in I would say that there's absolutely a chance that Paris Johnson becomes a Patriot on Thursday. Whether they do trade up for him, whether he does fall, there's a chance that he gets here. Um, and again, we've talked about you know you want tackle, you want receiver, you want corner. He's one of, if not the best tackle in the class. Um, so if you can get him at 14, look, I, I, I've said it that I would probably rather a corner or wide receiver, but. If we're going to draft with the Patriots, and um, again, if if the best tackle in the class is there, then you got to go get him. So I think that uh, he could be here, and I think it would make sense too. Well, okay, so then here's what the second question becomes. The other guy that fell is Devin Witherspoon. I don't think both Ooh. these guys fall. I don't see Me that. Either. There's a chance no. maybe one of them does. Like individually, I could see them falling, not together. I think there's a real chance the Patriots have four positions circled, right? Receiver, you can call it pass catcher if you want. You can include tight ends, but receiver, yep. tackle, corner, edge. And right. they are going to get to the 14th pick, and they're going to say who is the best player available from those positions, and they're going to go with it. Devin Witherspoon's here too. Yeah. Who do we think the best player available at those? And you know what? I'll even uh, I'll even click on edge that here edge, just yeah. to, to complete it in wide receiver. Let's do this exercise as I'm describing it. So we have Devin Witherspoon at corner. We have Paris Johnson and Broderick Jones at tackle. 
Um, is Miles Murphy? Yeah, because yeah, Nolan Smith up. went, right? Oh, yeah, okay. I didn't know if Nolan Smith went. Um, and then I think we have any – oh, no, JSN went. So yeah. Zay so Flowers, Quentin Johnson, Zay Jordan and, Addison. I think we both yeah. – me and you both agree that Zay Flowers is – The best um, one high. left. Yeah. So who's the best player available here? Is it Witherspoon, Johnson, Flowers, or Murphy? I'm going to take Murphy out. I, I think we can agree right away it's not Murphy. And I also think that um, – as much as we like Zay, I think at 14. Um, I don't yeah. want to say it's a reach, really, because they could make the pick and a wide receiver needy team would make the pick. But yeah, I think Dev, uh, like overall, Devin Witherspoon, Paris Johnson, better prospects than Zay. Should we see who's calling? Yeah, see how far back we can get. Because if Six, those guys are both on the board. We could get 16, 17, 20. Now the Jets are probably going to take a tackle. Right. So that's Paris Johnson. Um. I don't know who Washington would be trying to jump them to get. Right. Probably Witherspoon. Yeah, I would think Witherspoon too. So you're you're going to lose so them both here. We're trading down for Zay at that point. Yeah, so no. I I say hmm. Well, who's 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 the better prospect in your opinion? Witherspoon or Paris Johnson? Like that's a good question. I think it's Paris yeah. Johnson, but I I think they'll think Witherspoon. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I I think they'll look at it and say we can develop linemen. I, that's what that's and, what and I, I thought the whole offseason. I, I know they the can develop corners too, but I, I think they're really into the idea of how well they've developed linemen the last twenty years. It, and people will say, Well, they had scar, like even Michael Owenu, right? Mm-hmm. I think they'll look at that and say, We can go get a tackle version of Michael Owenu. Right. And a corner might be a little tougher. So then let's hit it. I think I, I agree with you. They like going after that that like as far as much as they like trying to develop those guys, they also will go get the guy if they have to, like Darrell Revis, like Brandon Browner, um, like Stefan Gilmore. They'll go get, you know, the top tier guy and not necessarily think they have to develop them. And so let's do it. Let's take Witherspoon. The other thing is you can see here Witherspoon's 5'11", 181. Now look, he plays bigger than he is. He is a boundary corner. Yes, he's he's not gonna play in the slot. But right. How classic would it be that we've been talking about size of corner, size of corner, size of corner, and they draft a very talented corner who's, you know, he'd be the tallest corner in their rotation. He'd be tied with Jack Jones. Right. But maybe we double up. Maybe we come back to this later. No, but I, I like it. Again, you're right as far as, you know, he he's a blanket and he also plays – he his ability as a cornerback, he plays much bigger than his size of 5'11". You say he's 5'11", that kind of blows my mind. Like I think of him as a bigger – he is. He plays, you know, that long back. I was – and I know I'm not alone in this. A lot of people were surprised when he measured yeah. in at the combine. A lot of people were surprised. And I'll find it because if it makes people feel better here, because um, I feel like when I say it this way, people aren't as jarred by it. He is eleven uh, and a half. So if you want to okay. round up, he's six feet. Yeah, he's, he's basically six feet. All right, let's yeah. do it. Devin Witherspoon. Lock All him right. up. Devin so Witherspoon. They continue at tackle with Trent and Reef for now. But Meanwhile, Paris Johnson didn't go till 19. Broderick wow. Jones and Darnell Wright went ahead of him. That's not going to happen. He's on FanDuel right now. Uh, Paris Johnson is the favorite to be the first half off the board for what he, it's worth. He should be. Uh, yeah. Deontay Banks to the Steelers. Yep. I sneaky like Jordan Addison, the Lions, especially yeah. now they need receivers. Yep. Zay Flowers to the Chargers mm-hmm. makes a ton of sense. That continues to get mocked, and it makes a ton of sense. Quinn Johnson to the Ravens makes a ton of sense. Not as a good pick, but as something the Ravens would do. Yep. Kalaja can't see to the Vikings, Osiris Torrance, the Jaguars, Joey Porter Jr. to the Giants. They get a steal. Yeah, that's Michael a steal. Mayer to the Cowboys, Emmanuel Forbes to the Bills. Yeah, I kind of see that. Yeah. Brian Brzee to the Bengals, Dalton Kincaid to the Kincaid Saints. Kincaid to the Saints is a good is a good pick, too. Will McDonald to the Eagles, Anton Harrison to the Chiefs. So okay. Did Bijan go? Oh, right. Bijan went to the Titans. Yeah, Bijan went 11. Yeah. So Gibbs is still on the board. Washington is still on the board. Um, obviously Julius Brent's still on the board. I'm just thinking of guys that, yep. you know, we've DeJuan Jones is still on the board. Yeah. Um, actually DeJuan Jones still on the board. So there was this massive run of tackles. Yeah. There's only one of the top tackles left. It may be worth moving up here for a tackle. See what goes with the first three. Ah, we missed them. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to get creative a tackle here. Everyone's freaking out in the chat saying trade up for Addison. Is Addison, Addison went like I thought so too. 
Yeah. Yeah, you, you went to the Lions at 18. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. So, yeah, he's he's been off. All right. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should trade up now. For look, what? What do you have in mind? Gibbs is still there. Washington's still there. Who's there for There's, corner? I do like the edge group up here. I mean, Keon White would have been a fun pick. Yeah. We're not trading up for corner. We just took Devin Witherspoon. Oh, duh. I don't hate trade. So Keon White's gone. Josh Downs? Ooh. I think Josh Downs makes sense for a trade up here, just like they did the Taekwon last year. That could get really interesting. Well, we've got some wide receiver needy teams here, so this is probably the pick we have to trade up for. Yeah. Um, let's see. Does this get it done? 46 and 117 for 30. Or I'm moving up 11 spots. Got to be 107. Um, it should work. Let's see. You know what? I'm at the sake of realism, and if we lose him, I'm sorry. Bill Belichick doesn't trade with the Colts. Look it up. He doesn't okay. do it. Okay. Maisie Smith, who, by the way, the Patriots will really like. But yeah, um, I hate to do it again. The Rams aren't going to trade this pick. They're not going to do it. All right. Uh, Keely Ringo. So some good players went. This is yeah. a very tradable pick here. Yes. With the Seahawks. They love to move around the board, and we probably saved ourselves 10 draft spots. I think now at this point, 117 is realistic to give up. Uh, so we're going to jump up here. I think we've made this trade before. Yeah, we have. All right. All right, there we go. And now so, I think – so Gibbs is there. Gibbs, Uzama, Washington still here. Um, Tendon Hooker. I, I like the Josh Downs idea. I, I don't – I hate that we haven't mocked him in the Patriots as much as we have. Yeah. He's such a them player. In he my last like Julian Edelman. I was going to say, in my last written mock that I posted yeah. uh, on Monday on CLNS Media, I ended I did the trade-up for Josh Downs. It, it makes a lot of sense. Um, like you said, looks just like Edelman on tape. Uh, yeah. Shifty slot receiver. Reads coverage very well. Um, you know, underrated blocker, I would think, I think too. Um, but this is a spot, again, they've done this so many times, the trade-up into the second round. I think that we keep doing it because we think it's realistic for them. Right. Uh, a couple guys they could do it with here and a couple guys they could end up doing it with on Friday with like Gibbs and Washington and guys like that. But I I like the idea of Josh Downs here. Yeah, just so Josh Downs, for people who don't know, again, like I said, the Edelman's the comp. He's the second best route runner in this draft behind Jackson Smith and Jigba. And that's really, I mean, in most drafts, Josh Downs would be the best route runner in the class. Right. Uh, incredible, right. Incredibly shifty, detailed. He can create after the catch. Um Honestly, he might be on par with JSN as a route runner. It's just he's limited to – he's a slot guy. He's, I think, 5'10", right. 5'11". Five, five, he's not very big. He's 5'10". 5'9", 5'9", 171. Okay. Um, so, you know, he's going to struggle with press, but you put him in the slot, he doesn't have to deal with that. But he gets himself open easily. He can create after the catch. I forget it was this show, whatever show I, I, I was on recently, I, I said uh, wide rece- uh, quarterback-friendly receiver. Yeah. That is the best way to describe him. He's a quarterback-friendly receiver. That is the kind of guy the Patriots need. Uh, I think Josh Downs. Josh Downs is a creative pick. It's a little off the beaten path. You know, mm-hmm. going Gibbs here, Darnell Washington, maybe one of these edge guys, I think is a little more traditional. But I don't think this is unrealistic. It's just a little outside the box. We're going to go Josh Downs here yeah, let's do it. at 37. Now, that's probably – this is probably about his floor. I I don't I I put him in one of my mocks at thirty to the Eagles. Yeah, he could be a first round. He could be a first round pick if there's a high run at receiver. Hundred percent. If they're gonna get him, they need to trade up. Like he's not getting to forty. Right. All right. So, so here we are sitting at seventy six. Seventy six. For those if you joined late, we drafted Devin Witherspoon at pick fourteen, yep. and then traded up for Josh Downs at thirty seven. Traded 46 and one of our fourths for uh, the 37th pick for Downs. So we're looking at Devin Witherspoon, Josh Downs on our draft board right now. So there's a couple things we can do here. Uh, My instinct is add beef. Let's get a tackle or a defensive end or somebody. The other thing is Darius Rush is still here. We could add a big corner to play with Witherspoon and get that size at corner and really upgrade that group. Right. Darius Rush. Uh, it, it would be Dar- Darius Rush would be the guy if we're going to do this. Yeah. Darius Rush would be the guy who's um, available for tackle. And then what about on the edge as well? So a tackle. Oh, this is all right. So, oh, no, everybody's still here. We got Wanya Morris, Blake Freeland, 
Tyler Steen, Nick Salivari, Jalen Duncan, um, Warren McClendon. So all the all the tackles are still here. Who do we got? Would they the take McClendon line? this early? Not this early. No, it's I think in that 107, 135 yeah, I think range. So too. Uh, Byron Young is still know. here. KJ Henry could be an interesting pick here. Um, Both I, I Byron Young. Byron yeah, Young I, from Tennessee is very fast. He's one of the faster DNs. Um, he was a candidate for the speed draft last week. Uh, I think we missed out on him, but yeah. the guy who's quick off the edge. Um, Zach More Harrison. Experience too. He's 25. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like Young for them here. That I sounds like, like Young a, for them here. feels like a Patriots pick. It does. It does. It, yeah. It fits the mold of – and as as much as we say it and then we talk about how Belichick doesn't really have the luxury of drafting for in two years out, you yep. look at Josh Uche potentially going into a contract here, fill the edge rusher need here early, and then you potentially don't have to re-sign him and you can let him walk, and then you go with Byron Young the year after. So, See, Young, 6'2", 250, two-year starter at Tennessee, team captain – uh, incredibly high motor, really just physically dominant, physically strong guy. He's going to come in probably more as a run stopper. He's going to develop a bit as a pass rusher, but I think he has three down potential. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, for what you said about, you know, maybe it's not a pick this year. He might be better on that strong side on early downs opposite Matthew Judon. He might be better than Anthony Jennings. You might be getting yeah, that's fair. there. Yeah, and, and, and uh, I know um, – uh, Tavai took that role some this year as well, Jelani Tavai, and right. he was obviously better than we expected back in camp. But oh I think God. Byron Young's I'll a player. Who's, that. <laughs> I think Byron Young's a player who's going to give you something in uh, in that role. Somebody says check who's calling. If we want to pick up another pick, the Bucks are calling with eighty two. Okay, so seventy six to eighty two. That's not a lot. I think we could grab like one seventy five. Do so we need another pick here? I mean, we'll end up trading up again anyway, potentially. Look, we, we don't have to make 10 picks. I know I always do that. It's just an easy number, and it feels realistic. And we the, the other reality is we do too many picks. We're on here all night, and that's the, not great I mean, for anybody. They're probably going to – I would assume they t- – and Mike reset it too, but I, I see them more in like the 8 to 9 pick range than I do like 11 or 12 guys. See, I thought they were going to cut guys this week when I read that. But Oh, the other guy we could go here that would make some sense is Tucker Craft. I could see them taking Tucker Craft here. They yeah. like him. But I, I think so you got to add after Byron Young, and I think it's it's edge. They're they're not going to go through the top 100 without adding some beef somewhere, some yeah. line of scrimmage player, whether it's a defensive tackle, edge rusher, offensive lineman, something. Right. So I like uh, it. All right, Byron, Byron Young, Young, Tennessee, get some speed, Young. speed guy. All right, let me just get this out of the way and reset the board now to go through what we have done so far in the final Patriots beat mock draft. On the CLNS Media Network. Round one, pick 14, Devin Witherspoon fell to us. Look, Alex, the more I think about it, I kind of – again, there's so many – like there's been a lot of reports that there's not a ton of blue chip players in this class. But there's a lot of like top 10 guys that I feel like one of them is going to eventually fall to 14. Guys that probably shouldn't be there and they might be able to just nab. So Devin Witherspoon in this mock yeah. becomes that guy. Cornerback, 5'11", plays longer, uh, really – Comes in day one and is your de facto CB1, if not two. Um, round two, traded up for Josh ba- Josh Downs, wide receiver, UNC. He will be prototypical tr- prototypical slot guy. Probably split some time with Juju in the slot, but Juju is also, um, we've talked about it, you know, more of a uh, plays inside and outside as well. So traded the 46 pick to go up to get him. And then 76, we took Byron Young, fast edge rusher out of Tennessee. And... Uh, that's where we're at. We got three guys. We went defense, offense, defense, and now we're at pick 107 with, I believe, eight, seven or eight picks to go. So, yeah, that's where we sit. All right. So, I, I think we got to go tackle here. And all the top, ta- all that that second tier tackles went on you. Morris, Nick Saldaveri, uh, yeah. Jalen Duncan, Blake Freeland, Tyler Seen. They went three in a row right here, 82, oh. 83, 84. So, um, I still think the Patriots at this point are going to want to get a tackle. They met with Warren McClendon from Georgia. I think they're going to like him. Yeah. Uh, 6'4", 306, experienced starter, can play on both sides of the line. Um, I think we may revisit it later, but this okay. – it reminds me of what they did last year with corner. We thought corner was definitely their biggest need, and they waited until like the 85th pick. I know this is a little later, but I, I, think, I think we are all – 
very much overrating tackles and need for them compared to what they think. 100%. I'm not saying they're right, but I'm saying the way we look at tackle as a need, I think is very different compared to how they look at tackle as a need. Yeah, I agree. We've talked about it. To, I've talked about it again till I was till I've been blue in the face. Just as far yeah. as piece, piecing it together with the um, with the free agent class that they brought in with Calvin Anderson, Riley Reef, and then go from there and add depth later on with multiple guys instead of one sort of home run pick at the beginning with like a Skaronski or Paris Johnson. So right. yeah, I think that's what they'll do. One oh seven. Realistically, if they don't trade, one oh seven one seventeen feels like a decent one two punch there with two tackles. Yeah. If they end up doing it. Um, but I guess so if we I, go one here with 107. Yeah, I think the way the board falls here, it's it's tough to do that. I'll yeah. say this. I, I know people are going to see the average draft position is 204 for Warren McClendon. He, he's, this is probably a little high for him, but he's like in that 130 to 150 range. And this is where, this is static, right? This is in all these different mock drafts, that's where he's going. How many of those right. mock drafts had none of the other tackles on the board at 107? This is there's been a run on tackles. You have to adjust. Guys are flying right. up the board. So I think uh McClendon is the pick here. You know, so yeah, I agree. Because at that point, yeah, you probably can't wait until 135 with the board falling the way it did for us here. Right. All right. So All now right, here we are McClendon. on the board again. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna pull a bunch of positions. Here's we've got a tight end, Davis Allen, Payne Durham, uh, Will Mallory, Cameron Latu. Uh, we've got uh running back. Chase Brown, Deuce Vaughn, Izzy Banacanda, Sean Tucker, Eric Gray. I remember uh, texting you, Alex, uh, over the summer when Pitt started playing one of their early games with uh, yeah. Izzy, and uh, he was just a monster. It was when I was texting you about uh, Keaton Slovis, and yeah. it was like I was calling it the Keaton Slovis game, and you were like, this guy's just running all over everybody the whole time. He was a monster at Pitt. He's really good. I they, yeah. they have, They've never drafted a player from Pitt under Bill. Their last draft pick from Pittsburgh was Curtis Martin, but yeah, where he left crazy. off at running back. Yeah. I do. So Andrew Voorhees, very them pick here. Red shirt yeah. pick, right? Um, actually, along those lines. No, okay. JL Skinner's gone. Okay. Is he gone? Oh, uh, yeah, it's Tyreek Jones. Mm-hmm. I I think uh, Andrew Voorhees might be the pick here. I think, you know, they went skill positions early, heavy. You're going to overcorrect. They're going to go back to the big bodies. They're going to get a guy they could, a guy who's probably a top 100 pick at 135, yeah. plug-and-play replacement next year for Michael Onwenu. Right. Um, or David Andrews, if he falls off, I, I think he can play some tackle, too. I can't remember. Yeah, he, he's played left tackle, so there's maybe some tackle versatility here. I can talking totally about to drafting, drafting for 2025, like I mentioned with Byron Young and Uche. 2024. Makes, oh yeah, 2024. Yeah, me. it makes a lot. It makes even more sense here drafting for an Onwenu replacement. Um, yeah, where like you said, I mean Byron Young in theory would be a Uche replacement, but he could also play this year too. For he's obviously coming off the injury, so yeah, I like it. I think it makes sense. Positional versatility, swing interior. Um, yeah, I say we go for it. What was his injury again? Was it an ACL? Tours ACL literally on the field at the combine running drills. That's so he's not playing yeah. this year. It is terrible. No. He's not playing this year, but you are going to have a, a very good offensive lineman coming in next year. And it's not like, you know, with Cameron McGrone, I know people can say, Oh, it didn't work with Cameron McGrone. His whole game was his mobility. I, I don't hate the idea of these like red shirt. Well, he would be a top 100 if he wasn't hurt picks. I don't hate the idea of doing that, especially in a draft where you have a lot of picks. You maybe don't have as many roster spots, but not with a guy whose whole game is quick change of direction coming off a torn ACL, right? Um, Right. You know, Joshua Bledsoe, that pick made a lot more sense. He had a broken wrist. It sucks, but that's not a career-changing injury, right? JL Skinner, torn pectoral, little more like worried about that, but guys come back from that, right? Right. Yeah, injuries towards ACL, but linemen recover from that injury much better than linebackers, especially a linebacker like McGrone, who's essentially a safety. Um, right. If you're a lineman, you just throw a fat brace on that thing and you deal with it. Hell, uh, Logan Mankins played through for an entire season. I'm not saying Andrew Voorhees is Logan Mankins, right. but. Guys in general come back from ACLs faster than they ever did anyway, too. It's not it, it doesn't yeah. feel like as serious of an injury as it used to be. Yeah, he's ago. gonna be like full go when you get to spring practices next right. year. So yeah, let's hit it. All right. We're gonna go Andrew Voorhees here. So O lineman then... with the last two picks with McClendon yeah. and Voorhees. So again, adding to that depth. 
are we trading up into the fifth for a punter? So, where are we? 184 and what's the pick right now? 157. 157. Um, we can let that go a little bit more. Yeah. Actually, I think there's one spot where a team... Yeah, the Rams have a bunch of consecutive picks here. Hang on. The Rams have like a bunch of fifth round picks for some reason. This right here. This is it. 177. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, and you can probably do... I'm trying to do the math in my head. Hang on. Uh, Mike, recap people while I uh, pull this up. Yeah, so... Um, you make me do... It's a... It, I know Felger and Maz have all their show rules, right? Don't cross sports and hold it like a pizza. Yeah. The best Felger and Maz show rule. It is so true. Do not do math live on the air. Yeah, it no, never no ends well. Don't do it. No, but here we are. Devin Witherspoon, uh, round one, pick 14. Josh Downs comes in, slot receiver, pick 37 after a trade-up. Uh, then we go Byron Young, quick edge rusher from Tennessee. Warren McClendon, a depth tackle piece for the Patriots it, this year uh, out of Georgia. Played the opposite side of Broderick Jones down there. Um, traded 117 in the Josh Downs deal, but then brought in another old lineman in Andrew Voorhees um, with 135, a red guy. Probably won't or will not play this year after a torn ACL at the Combine, but uh, it becomes a 2024 pick. Um, Really at uh, at pick one thirty five, so more of a redshirt year before he's. But now we're at one eighty four. We got one eighty four, one eighty seven, and we want to trade up for probably a punter because they don't have one. Yeah. So how'd your, this, how'd your math go? <laughs> I, I it, it went. I'm going to tell you. All so right. uh, the the Rams pick is worth eight points. Okay. The Patriots one eighty four pick is worth six. So future picks are worth half of a current pick. So the Patriots future six is worth three. So six plus three is nine. The Rams pick is eight, but you do generally have to overpay to move up. Uh, teams aren't looking when they're moving down for a one for one swap that you have to give right. them a reason. So this is uh nine points for eight. And that's probably about what it would look like. Maybe you could get a future seventh from the Rams, but they don't have one. Um, yeah. So this is about what this trade would look like right here. Let's let's hit it. All right, so we're going to do that. Um, and all right, so which punters have we taken? It doesn't uh, matter. Nope. This is like the one. Who do we think they're going to take? Is nope. it going to be Adam Korsik, who is probably the best punter overall, or is it Michael Turk, who's close, but also they're much more familiar with from the Shrine Bowl? I was going to say, how much stock do you put in those Shrine Bowl practices? A lot. Because they a did lot. it a lot. Like last year, they picked a lot of Shrine Bowl guys with Taekwon and Jack Jones. And Yeah, for, honestly, I think we should be Shrine Bowl from here on out, if we're being honest. Yeah, uh, I know. Shrine Bowl picks. So yeah. if I'm going to say that, I think Michael Turk is the pick. I think I think so, too. It make, it, yeah, definitely. I mean, that, right. that video you tweeted when you were out there of Belichick, it looked like he was just drooling. Oh, over just like just glaring watching. him down. Yeah. He loved that. He that was, was a big awesome. fan of that. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about Michael Turk was. All right, so we're going to take Michael yeah. Turk here. Yep. And then we have one. All right, we have four picks left to get into this. Um. All right, so who do we got? We still need a tight end. Will Mallory's still here. I love Will Mallory for them. I really do. Tested incredibly well at the combine. I don't think they have combine testing here, but he ran the fastest, yeah, but he was the fastest tight end yeah. of any tight end at 6'4", 239. Um. Really like Will Mallory for them. This is kind of the dead spot for running back. Oh wow, a lot of good running backs fell. Maybe not Travis Die. Remember, we do we do pick again in like five picks. Travis, they already took one redshirt guy from USC. I don't know if they're taking a second one. Fair. Uh, but, so, um, what do you think about quarterback here? So yeah, so quarterback could be a spot here. DTR would make sense here. That's in. <laughs> I'll do that. Every you need time. to get over that one. You, yeah, <laughs> you can do Stetson Bennett on your own time. <laughs> um, I don't hate doubling up a corner, although the no, board either. really isn't super favorable. We can probably wait on that. Yeah. Miles Brooks, Shrine Bowl guy, long, long boundary I was, corner. It's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, safety, you know, Trey Dean's still here. I think we might be able to wait on him. Yeah. I, I They're going to like Will Mallory. I, I think it's they, Mallory. They, they might like other tight ends better and he doesn't end up here, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's on their board. So I think Will I Mallory's the guy. I haven't done as much work as I would have liked to on Mallory. Um, I know again yeah. he's fast, but what do you know what he projects out as as a uh, a run blocker or a, a blocker in general? Really, um, I'm going to assume well, he's he's under 240 pounds. 
He ran the fastest 40 and he's projected late day three picks. I, I haven't done a ton of work on him either. Let's okay. do this. Let's 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 look. Uh, yeah. We'll... And the other reason I ask is because and I didn't mean to put you on the spot there, but the reason yeah. I'm asking is obviously because you know Hunter Henry and uh, right Gasicki are not the best blockers, and so when we talk about tight end here, um, we've talked about it with Darnell Washington. We've talked yeah. about it with who's the kid from Purdue? Um, uh, Payne Durham. Yeah, Payne Durham is a is a high quality you know run blocker as well. So again, I don't, I'm not too sure about again i mean mallory would be yeah. great as a pass catcher as a weapon but i just don't know about him as a run blocker so zero line says here he uh he's good at move blocks but he's not going to create an edge um okay i i i they're but that's not why you're, you're drafting him right they're yeah, gonna go right. And, right. and they're gonna sign Braden willis or daniel barker or Jaleel Billingsley is a UDFA, and that's going to be a blocking tight end. They're signing Will Mallory so that when Hunter Henry's contract's up, they have the next guy. True. Henry's, Henry's contract's up, and Gasicki's here on a one-year deal. So if they can develop right. Mallory under that guy, then that's fine. So, yeah, right. let's so do it. Will Mallory. We're, we're going to go Will Mallory here. And then I think none of the running backs went. This group is super tempting. Oh, so we got Mo Ibrahim. Actually makes some sense here. He's a shrine Shrine guy. Uh, We could go quarterback here. Wide receiver. I think if they take Josh Downs, they're not going to take another receiver. I think they're going to go UDFA. Um, Oh, the other thing is like defense. Oh, so Gerard Clark. Local kid, right? Local kid was at their local day. Dante still shrine bowl guy. Oh, Scott Matlock they met with was on their Shrine Bowl team. They reportedly really like him. Same for Juan Johnson. I think Matlock or Johnson makes sense here. Let's go Matlock. We haven't picked him yet. Okay. I have, them, Scott. I have them burned into my head. So Scott Matlock from Boise State. Yep. Man, I really wish Jack Coletta was in the simulator. I know. I should have checked before I said that because what if he is? We missed out. He's not. No. Um, all right. So this, this running back board is freaking awesome. Now. Um, I think Ibrahim's the guy, um, for people who don't, you know, know as much about Ibrahim. He was, I, I want to pull this up just to get his stats down. Yep. Yeah. 1600 yards last year at Minnesota. That was third or fourth in the nation. 20 touchdowns was first an absolute workhorse back. And then he shows up to the shrine bowl. You know, and I talked to him, I said, well, you know, what do you want teams to know about you? He said, I can catch passes. Didn't do that at all at Minnesota. So I'm like, all right, like it's a bold thing to say. And he looked pretty good catching passes at the Shrine Bulls. So it's a developing part of his game. I think his ceiling is probably a guy like Rex Burkhead, but he's going to be a a back that can eat downs and make plays on the goal line at least. And at 210, I think a guy like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I like it. Again, I like, like you said, you know, bring in Shrine Bowl guys. Um, He was a monster last year at Minnesota. Yeah. Um, I am not too keen at uh, keen on, as I'm sure you've heard me rant on the show before, um, about drafting running backs high. But taking them low and taking shots on guys to you know get them in your system and just churn right. guys out and not have to sign another one, I love. So yeah, Abraham makes a ton of sense. Well, your whole thing is don't give running backs second contracts, don't draft them high. So you have to draft them low, or like or exactly sign them as right. DFAs because you'd be yeah. left nowhere else. And right. just pull somebody out of the stands and put them in a uniform. <laughs> Yeah, right. right. That's basically what you'd be left with. Yeah. Um, so this is where you got to do it. These are the rounds you take yeah. them. Uh, so yeah, Ibrahim all day. He also, I, I've heard good things about. I don't know specifically about his meeting with the Patriots. I've heard that teams were impressed speaking with him. That Perfect. he said the right things to teams. So, yeah. um, and he did Funny. with me honestly. When when I was speaking with him, we had a really fun conversation. Oh, that was the other thing. Uh, was it him or Travis Die? We talked to all the running backs the same day. One of them told me that they they're training with Shane Vereen, and I know Travis Dye is the other is the obvious one because it's uh, Pac-12, right? Or maybe he told me he he knew somebody else. I'm trying to find this. He had some connection. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, he's known Vinny Sunseri. That's what it was. He, oh, he knew okay. Vinny Sunseri before they got together. And obviously Vinny Sanceri, Patriots running backs coach. Right. So that's what it was. Um, all right. So here we are. Final pick. 
what what haven't we taken? We haven't taken a quarterback. We haven't taken a safety. We haven't taken a linebacker. Did we take? Was there for safety? Probably nobody. This safety yeah. class is it's a, it's a low. Yeah. At this point, like I like Jordan Howden. I like AJ Finley. I like Christian Eisen. Wow, Javarius Owens went. Okay. Um, he went here at 226. They're going to sign one of these guys at UDFA. Yeah. I, I think That's what I, I think they're going to sign Woodby. I think they're going to sign Woodby from BC. Yeah. Um, so I, they might think Woodby's a linebacker, though. Yeah. You're that's not wrong, fair, I'm but, just saying. Yeah, no, um, no. But they could use them. You can use them at both. We go wide receiver. They already got a, a slot guy. So we're probably looking at the bigger body guys Grant DuBose, uh, Justin Shorter. Um, yeah, so that that would be the guys at wide receiver. Um, not I see guys like Bob. I see guys like Bobo, and I see guys like uh, who are we just talking? Oh, Jaden would be as yeah. UDFA's Shrine yeah. UDFA's who don't end up getting in the top twenty, top two forty, or what is it, two fifty eight? Do I have that number right? Two hundred fifty eight players drafted. Uh two fifty nine. Two fifty nine or two fifty eight? I forget if they count the Dolphins pick this year. They don't. Two fifty nine. Yeah. Okay. So, but again, one of those guys who don't don't make it with with a signing yeah. bonus, but come in and have a relationship. So, anyway, yeah. um, we could go line again to just keep beefing up. Who's there for quarterbacks? Right. Did DTR go? Hey, we're respecting the board at this point with DTR. Yeah, uh, fair. Tyson, oh. agent Max Duggan. No, they'll they'll go sign a guy. Yeah. Um, is oh, did he go? He must have Brooks. Brooks, yeah. I wanted to take Brooks because he's big. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Trey Dean went too. Um, I, Isn't Brooks actually, like 6'4"? Yeah. I don't think he went. Am I losing my mind? Can you search? Or like uh, – Yeah, okay. He went oh, 190. There it is. Okay. Wow, he went 195. That's high yeah, for him. Um, I still like the idea of getting a big corner that just really isn't how tall is uh, Nick Lance, Jones? Actually, Lance Boyd. So they like Derek Scott. They worked with him. I think he's oh he's six two. Could see that Lance yeah. Boykin was at the Shrine Bowl as well. Eric Scott kept getting one on one coaching from Bill Belichick, and uh, is a big time special teams guy. Well, that's all. That's all I needed to hear. Um, somebody special did teams. point out Stephen Gilmore. That's that's yeah. Steph Gilmore's brother. But I, I think Shrine Bowl makes sense here. Yeah. Um, I can see him taking Eric well. Scott. Yeah, six two. What was that? I thought he was smaller. Six two, two oh two. Yep. Now is this um, is this uh, combine height and weight, or is this? Uh, let me make. I was about to make sure. At your um, school's height and weight. Uh, it is because obviously that makes a ton of a ton of difference. Because guys, right. I mean, they they lie on those on those. Oh, SID. so he came in at six foot at the combine. Okay. But still, I, that's okay. Yeah, six foot two hundred. So he's like a bigger. He's not a slight six foot. Yeah, he's not like Emmanuel Forbes coming out at one sixty five or whatever he is. Yeah, yeah. Eric Scott Jr. Again, like you said, one on one coaching. I remember there was a there was a video when you guys were out there from Tamara yeah. from Paps of him with uh, Brenton Cox Jr. And that went rogue, but um, he works with a lot works one on one with a lot of guys. So I mean, that means yeah. something, right? Same with Turk. So. Uh, Shrine Bowl, Eric Scott Jr., special teamer. Sounds like a Patriot to me. So somebody asked about his combine testing. He didn't test at the combine. He had a 40-inch vertical as pro day. Um, I don't believe he ran his 40, but I just like watching on tape, I would think it's pretty quick. He's a guy that just like he looks athletic. Yeah. So um right. Eric Scott, it is. Yeah, let's do it. And, and that, that does wraps it that up. for mock draft the final mock uh we will go through it all right now we'll talk it through see if we like this one it's funny you kind of you kind of lose where we were where we were at at the start um yeah you kind of forget where we are so if you really like it but devin witherspoon falls to 14 long boundary corner obviously josh downs you trade up for him slot guy what do you think of the fit with josh downs in the room um with guys like Juju already here and um, obviously Parker on the outside too. What do you think about so, and, and KB? So we talked about this on catch 22 today, actually me and uh, Evan Lazar. We did our episode today with the draft coming up. Uh, it's not on YouTube, but it is on Patriots.com where we get your podcasts. 
I I worry about it a little bit. I actually worry less after hearing what Evan had to say about it. Um, okay. I'm not a huge fan of playing Juju on the boundary primarily because I just don't think that's where he's at his best. But they could just be one of these offenses that does a bunch of bunch sets and goes trips and things like that and essentially creates mm-hmm. dual slot situations or goes uh, out of a lot of 10 or 01 personnel. I don't love like accommodate, like making the offense that focused around that sort Josh of person. But yeah. Josh Downs is good enough from like, look, I'm not the one doing all the extra work. Bill O'Brien is because that would be a task. But right. if you make it work, Josh, they're going to be a better team. If they make it work, they're going to be a much better team. Josh Downs is so much of what they've been missing. Yeah. So Bill O'Brien's got some sleepless nights ahead of him if they do that. Like they've they've got a lot of work to do. But they have that anyway. They're redoing the offense. Right. There was and, there's and, so and, much work to be done, and he knows that. So. Right. What what the and by the way, when I say he would have to do it, I mean like he's probably already doing it, and they've discussed this as a possibility. Uh, they're not going to throw it on his plate out of nowhere. The upside of that's pretty significant, uh, and, yeah. and that's what draws it, me to it. Is if it works, um, you have the potential to do some really exciting things with Devontae Parker, Juju Smith-Schuster, Josh Downs. Um, that could, and then if Taekwon breaks out, like that could get really interesting. That could get really fun. Right. Um, I just got the text from my buddy that the Celtics were the first to ten tonight. So ah, there you go. Yeah, there we go. Uh, anyway, Byron Young, uh, edge rusher at seventy six. Um, adds to that room. Maura McClendon and Andrew Voorhees also add to the depth um, at the offensive line. Michael Turk, punter. You got to trade up for a punter. Um, has Bill ever traded up for a punter or kicker? Yeah. Yeah. They, they traded up to draft Jake Bailey. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. It just feels like such a Bill Belichick thing. I couldn't remember if they actually did it before. Uh, Will Mallory, tight end from Miami, fastest tight end in the draft. Um, Scott Matlock, defensive lineman, Boise State, guy who the Patriots met with. Mo Imbraham, Shrine Bowl running back from Minnesota, and then rounded off with Eric Scott Jr., another Shrine Bowl guy uh, who Bill Belichick sort of, uh, I don't want to say fond over, but like you said, worked with at the Shrine Bowl. Uh, special teamer as well. So last one, Alex, what do you make of it? This would be good if they do this. Yeah. Um, you know, the one thing I'm a little alarmed about is, okay, you know, McClendon's, a, I, I like him as a potential swing tackle. I don't know that he's a, a starter, not in year one anyway. Um, right. So you're putting a lot of faith in in Trent Brown and in Riley Reef and, and uh, Connor McDermott, which by the way, I think they're doing already. I think they've already decided they're going to do that. Right. Matt Groh basically said as much, but Witherspoon, I, people are going to freak out. They didn't get a big enough corner. I, how many times I said it? We need a big corner to go up against guys like Devonte Adams and T Higgins. But Witherspoon play at big receivers. He can do it. He can right. he can do it at, at at a good enough level, and he's got potential lock. You know, number one corner upside. And um, you know, I'd like you know we added Eric Scott. Maybe they add a UDFA. Maybe they add somebody. Uh, a little later on, a veteran becomes available after camp, where they bolster that room a little bit, but. That's a good pick. I'm a huge fan of Josh Downs. I don't totally get the fit, but and you're going to hear me say this a lot in the next week on here, on, on the sports, up everywhere. The ultimate goal of the NFL draft is to add good football players. Josh Downs is a very, very good football player. He's now a part of your team. Fine. Make figure it, it out after that. I It's going to be interesting to see how they make it work. They have a task ahead at hand, but I'm not going to sit here and say, Josh, I, I'm not going to tell you categorically drafting Josh Downs is a bad idea. I can't do it. Because he's too good. Uh, Byron Young makes sense. Yep. Okay. We'll see what they do with Anthony Jennings now. Um, I, I kind of said my piece on McClendon, Voorhees. So Michael and Wenu's getting the boot next year. He's going to be free agent. This is this right. is a pick for 2024. Love Turk makes sense. Of course they draft. I would say of course they drafted Will Mallory. He's fastest 40 at the combine. He's a tight end we weren't talking about. Right. He's probably a redshirt guy, but we'll see. Matt Law, and then boom, they just went. Shrine Bowl. Matt Locke will give him a depth role on the interior. Ibrahim, I think, probably competes for Damian Harris's role last year. I He should give yeah. James Robinson a run for that spot. He should. And then Eric Scott, all right, they got a special teams guy. They need a special right. teams guys. And I think Ibrahim and Mallory probably end up playing some special teams as well. So, yeah. um, I, All I, guys I, that have a chance to make the roster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, except, obviously, you know, Voorhees is going to be on IR, right, yeah. NFI right. or whatever, but 
Um, yeah, I'd probably put Matlock's the one guy. I wonder if he'd get practice squatted. Um, Mallory right. for where they took him, maybe. Um, Scott, too. Like, But those are the later guys. Like, this is this is a fine draft. I yeah. Outside of, like, Witherspoon's great. And I don't know how realistic it is they're going to get him. Put right. Deontay Banks in there, right? And I'm like, all right, they did they did okay. They did about right. I'm a fan of Josh Downs. Um, with Witherspoon, I love it. You know, aside from that, I'm not doing cartwheels over this draft, but I wouldn't say they messed up. Right. I wouldn't say they, they made any weird. mistakes. Yeah. They more or less did what they needed to do. They didn't go above and beyond. This is where they are. Yeah. And that's sort of what I expect from them this weekend anyway. Well, that's what y'all always expect, and then they take Cole Strange. Yeah, that's, that's fair. It's, it's, when, it's when you least expect it, Mike. That's when they strike. Yeah, yeah that's fair. So maybe, maybe they – who knows? Maybe they do trade up for Will Levis on Thursday. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um you don't want Will Levis, do you? <laughs> I just—I don't think he's a fit. I don't. I don't the think same it's a fit spot. either. I'm only—I'm only, I'm only busting anyway. I'm but. not I'm like I—I I, I think people have gotten the wrong idea. It's not that I think Will Levis is a terrible player. I actually right. said on—I gotta—I think I sent this to you earlier, right? I yeah, said, I said on August seventeenth, twenty twenty-one, twenty twenty-one. Quoted a tweet about Will Levis and said, future first overall pick, no doubt. So yeah, it's the, one, the video that. when he was eating a banana raw, right? Yeah. Not raw, but yeah. Yeah. Um, he has upside in the right system. I just don't think he's a fit for their system. And at the end of the day, I, he needs help. He's not one of these guys that's going to erase all the issues with an offense. He specifically has trouble dealing with pressure. All right, so you went from a quarterback who needs help, who's behind a weak offensive line with a lack of weapons, to – a quarterback who needs help behind a weak offensive line with lack of weapons, a different style quarterback, but like what progress did you make? And all right. So maybe like, right. Put they, can't Levis the, they can't afford right. you. And then you can maybe fill one of those two holes. You can add a receiver or add a tackle with that 42nd pick. But now you have an address corner. You have an addressed edge. You still have at least one glaring hole on offense. And you've got this kid that's a total unknown and very raw. Right. There are 26 passing attempts per game in college. Quarter of them were behind the line of scrimmage. It's hitting the reset button in year three after you took a quarterback 15th overall. And to me, it's just like you're literally putting yourself back in the same spot you were in in 2021, and you botched it. So why should I trust you to figure it out again? That's where I'm at. Finish the job you started Instead of, you know, it's like the kids having dessert and he like half threw it and then he sees the next one he wants us no finish what you eating, finish the candy bar and then you get the Skittles. Right. Just finish up with Mac Jones at that point because you're not really changing anything by drafting Will Levis. I'm not saying that he's a bad player or anything like that. I don't love him as a prospect, but I just. They need to make progress with this draft. They can't spin their tires. They can't just stay where they are. And. Will Levis, to me, as drastic of a change as it is drafting him, in some ways, it's just spinning your tires. The same problems that existed still exist. You didn't really fix any of them, at least not not definitively, and they should be trying to fix problems definitively. Drafting Devin Witherspoon definitively fixes a problem with the roster. Drafting Paris Johnson or Broderick Jones definitively fixes a problem with the roster. JSN, right, definitively fixes a problem with the roster. Will Levis doesn't do that. And that's what I need to see them come away with with that top pick. They need to take a weakness that is like there. And people say, well, Mac Jones is a weakness. No, he's not. You just don't like him. Mac Jones is not a weakness in the way that they don't have enough height to guard receivers. They don't have a number one corner. They can't block. Those are weaknesses, right? Right. You got to uh, take one of those and address it and fix it definitively. That's what I want them to do with the 14th pick. Will Levis doesn't do that. I, um, First of all, totally agree. I also am curious what you think as I pull something else up for uh, the yeah. last segment of the show. Um, I'm curious what you think about the smoke of Levis to um, Carolina. Do you think that's all hogwash? Do you think that means anything? I, I don't know, man. You know what they say. If it's on Reddit, it's true. <laughs> right? Just believe the internet. Um, I I kind of said this uh, on when I was on Andrew Callahan's show last week. We were talking about quarterbacks. I, shame on me for assuming NFL teams know what they're doing in the draft when it comes to quarterbacks. Right. It's Bryce Young. Bryce Young's the yeah. It's so yeah. insanely obvious. But the Jets took Zach Wilson second overall last year. 
right? The the Cardinals took Josh Rosen 10th in 2018 with Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen on the board. And maybe maybe we didn't all know Josh Allen would be better. A lot of people had Lamar Jackson ahead of Josh Rosen. Um, especially in a draft this bad, like the quarterbacks and overall with the lack of talent that's available compared to most years, they are overthinking it because they're like, you know, this is not a year to pick first because it's not a good year. And right. I think they're over, they might, they might overthink it and take the wrong guy, but hopefully somebody in that room stands up and says, guys, Bryce Young's the best quarterback. Stop getting fancy with it. Just take right. him." Right. Um, I, I would, right. what I would say to Caroline, if I was in that meeting, what does Will Levis do better than Bryce Young? And I think the only answer is durability. And there's something to be said for that, but you didn't make that trade just to make sure you have a quarterback that can play 17 games. You made that trade to get your quarterback you think can win you a Super Bowl. And when Bryce Young's healthy, he's going to do it better than any quarterback in this draft. Yeah. Um, all right, quick final segment, sponsored by FanDuel. I want to go rapid fire since it's the draft here. Um, on a few quick picks, yeah. go to FanDuel.com slash boss to get $200 in bonus bets. Um, I just thought of this as I was pulling it up, and uh, I started writing about some of this stuff. You can see it on CLNSmedia.com tomorrow. But for now, Alex, I want to ask you, rapid fire, with the odds in front of us, who's going to be the first wide receiver drafted? JSN minus four twenty, Zay Flowers six to one, Jordan Addison eleven to one, Quentin Johnson thirteen to one. What's the best bet here? Um, but also realistically, who do you think it's going to be? I mean, the best bet is who it is. The value doesn't matter, right? Because yeah. I, I hate it when people say that. Oh, the value on this is really good. It might not happen, but like if it does, the value. All right, but if it doesn't happen, you don't win the bet. You don't win money on value. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But I think, like, I look at Zay Flowers at six to one. I'm like, okay, there's a good enough chance that maybe a team, you know, really likes him and takes him, and JSN falls, and then six, you know, plus six hundred is a decent is a decent bet there. Yeah, I, I mean, I see where you're coming from. I don't disagree with that, but uh, JSN's going to be the first receiver off the board. So yeah, fair point. All right, first tight end, Michael Mayer first. minus one sixty, Dalton Kincaid plus one twenty five, Darnell Washington plus twelve hundred. See, okay, this is one where if you want to do the volume thing. Value, right? Value, yeah. Kincaid, I can kind of see it. I still think it's going to be Mayer, but um, I value think Kincaid's not bad value here. But it's, What about Darnell Washington, 12 to 1? Anyone going to take Darnell first? No, I teams are going to be too afraid of, of the uh, the unknown with him. Sure. It's it's There's no blueprint there, and that's going to bother teams. All right, first offensive lineman, Paris, Paris Johnson. Johnson. He was available at 14, minus 250, clear-cut favorite. Uh, uh, Skaronsky, plus 250. Decent bet, I guess? Broderick Jones, plus 1,600 is absurd. Like, I get on that. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, yeah. Okay, first defensive player drafted. Will Anderson. Will Anderson at even monies. I think that's oh, a good well, bet. It's going to be Will Anderson. It, it, this, this is one where, yeah, you bet Will Anderson. Yeah. But again, shame on me for assuming NFL teams know what they're doing. Yeah. All right. First cornerback. This is where I'm like, okay, Christian Gonzalez is a good pick at plus 150. Because Christian Gonzalez should be the first corner off the board. He's, I know people say, well, Devin Witherspoon is so skilled. He's Devin Witherspoon, but he's three inches taller. They're the same player, but Christian Gonzalez is just bigger. Who's out here drafting these smaller corner? Right. All right. That's why I I hate these things. Linebacker. What do you like? Uh, Hmm. Jack Campbell, I, I think, was the favorite earlier today. I do like Drew Sanders because, it, it, well, I don't necessarily think any linebackers are going in the first round. He actually makes a lot of sense for the Bills at 27. If they don't love any players and they can't trade back, if, if they're going to be like, you know what, we're, we have a second-round grade on this guy, we're just going to take him. They, they need to replace Tremaine Edmonds. Um, I know some people say maybe they could do it with Jameer Gibbs there, right, or a guy like Josh Downs, but yeah. Sanders' guy you're going to build around. He's a guy going to be a potential team captain, things like that. You might want him having the status of that first over, first you know, top pick. So I, I'd go Drew Sanders there. All right. Um, let's see if there's anything interesting here. JSN, Patriots are the third most third highest likely team to draft JSN. They're in the mix still at 1,400 for Jameer Gibbs, I suppose. Quentin Johnson gone, so yeah, nothing really. Bijan yeah. Robinson, everyone's talking about Bijan at fourteen. Patriots are at fifteen to one. I don't think. I was talking about him at ten to the Eagles today. Yeah, I don't hate that. Uh, and you get to and, a pretty decent value, plus seven fifty. Houston's not bad either, just because they have two picks, and it sounds yeah. like that they want to ruin their draft. So, you know, yeah, using one of them on Bijan when you have no roster would be about right. Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. 
FanDuel.com slash Boston, $200 in bonus bets when you place your first $5 bet. That is it for us on this Tuesday. Alex, we got a long week left ahead of us. Thursday yes. morning, we, we will keep you all updated on when we're going to be live on the exact timing, but the rough schedule right now is Thursday morning, pre-draft Q&A. Friday morning, post-round one recap. Yeah. And then Sunday afternoon, full draft recap. That's what we're looking at right now. So mark your calendars. Follow us. Does that sound right? We might squeeze the show in Saturday, depending on what yes. they do on yeah. day two. Depending on what they do, they could so, also we could also find uh, it. The moral of the story is morning shows uh, starting on Thursday. Morning. Yes. And I know morning here. I know. And I love that we have people that watch in all different time zones all over the world. But uh, – you, and look, if you miss it, it's going to be on YouTube and, and all that. And But if you want to catch it live, uh, you're going to have to get up, maybe somehow listen on the commute, be safe, don't watch if yes. you're driving, but uh, morning shows. Yeah, morning shows, pre-draft. So again, Thursday, Friday, morning, Saturday potentially, and then Sunday afternoon probably because uh, we both got stuff going on Sunday early. But um, yeah. we will be on it. Uh, we will be here live um, Patriots press pass. We're going to have a ton of coverage, um, of the draft as well. So make sure you subscribe, follow Alex on Twitter at real Alex Barth, read him at 95, thesportshubcom doing a great job over there with Felger and Mass big board. So make sure you check all that out. It's good stuff. Good content every day. Um, I'll have some stuff up there as well on clnsmedia.com. So you can follow me on Twitter at Mike Cadlick to check it all out. Um, until next time, Alex, thank you for joining me. I will see you Thursday morning. We'll get right into it to preview what is going to hopefully be, um, a great draft weekend for the Patriots. So again, thank you all for watching and we'll